the Hacking Your Health podcast with Ben Kenning and Dave Kennedy. Two guys heading out to hack body, mind, business, and beyond. We are here to provide a single source, bullshit-free guide to understanding your body and how you can live better for longer. Yo, welcome back to the much anticipated episode eight, where we're going to talk about supplements. I can actually see the excitement in Dave's face. I like bouncing around already. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, you're hyped for it. So what's going on? Let's catch up quickly first. Well, first of all, I think it's most important to know. Oh, yes. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Whatever. Okay, yeah Let's whatever. celebrate the American win here. Uh, USA, <laughs> USA. But, uh, um, you know, uh, I, I, I hit a real big milestone uh, yesterday in my, my progression. And, I, and all jokes aside, I want to thank you for the motivation of getting there. And uh, my gosh, when I think I first started a year and some change ago with you, I think I was uh, – deadlifting like a hundred pounds, I think was what I started off with. And, yeah. uh, yesterday I, I hit a 505 pound solid deadlift, which, uh, heavy, heavy as hell. Oh, like I, tra- I tried, I genuinely, I was like, right. If I get it today, then that's fine. Like we yeah. got it the same day. Like yeah. that's absolutely yeah. fine. I would, I would totally been like, Hey, yeah. yeah. Psyched myself up the whole way to the gym. Actually loaded the bar, watched your video. And I was like, right, I can do this. Like he did. I know it's, it's heavy itself. It's, heavy. it's funny because I did, um, I did like a Q and a on Instagram. Yes. It was yesterday. And somebody asked me, it was actually Louise asked me who's going to get the 505 pound deadlift first. And I was like, I'm going to say this because I know Dave doesn't have his Instagram and he won't see it, but I think he'll get it because he's got a really <laughs> fucking good coach. <laughs> That's that. But, uh, yeah, congratulations. Sure. Yeah, congratulations. And I'm glad there was no, um, there was no forfeit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it was, uh, you know, it was, it was interesting, you know, last week when I had tried it, um, you know, I had already done a 5k the one day I had done like PR mile run, uh, the morning of, and then I'd already done seven sets of heavy deadlifts all the way to 455 pounds. So it was one of those things where I was like, you know, already dead, but I was able to get lift off for the very first time. And so, you know, I, I swear to you, I honestly was not going to even try today or yesterday, but I saw you do the Twitter post of, you know, hey, it's it's a, uh, you know, 85% of your one rep max day today for for our power building program. You know, who thinks that Dave's going to go and try the the 505 pound deadlift? And, and then like, like it was like 90% like, F yeah, he's going to go and do it. And I'm like, damn it. So then I'm like, all right, I'm just going to do it. And so I, I, you know, I started off with, you know, like 275 did just one rep. You know, went to like 325, just did one rep, went to like 385, did one rep, went to four, 405 with one rep. And I probably should have did 455, but I just went to 505. <laughs> and, uh, it, it, you know, it, it came up really fast. Like, I, it wasn't any struggling. There wasn't any um, pause there. It went straight up. And, you know, I, I definitely had issues as I got up to be able to, you know, lock my my shoulders back uh, just because of the sheer amount of weight. But it was it was right there and solid. So I... uh can, can thank you for the, for the motivation for that and, and, and building up for it. And it's one thing about this power building program where we're, uh, Ben and I are currently doing the, uh, the Jeff Nippard, uh, intermediary six days a week, uh, power building program. And when we first started, we were pretty like, man, this, this is weird. This doesn't seem right. And, um, I can tell you, I've had some substantial gains, uh, while on this program. It's been, it's been really, really awesome to see. Yeah. I'm only, I mean, Week five, we have ten weeks. Week five. Me, so. so my so it's interesting. So like my 
one rep max was 455 you know when we started this and in five weeks i'm doing a 505 like that's crazy it's crazy i can't wait to see uh, how many bags of groceries that you can carry at the <laughs> world, worldwide grocery carrying competition i think that got pretty good feedback so you need to see we gotta up. start a conference we gotta start a conference of of who can carry the most groceries and uh <laughs> my son mason will be the first one cheering me on because he thinks that's the only reason why i lived in the first place so <laughs> it is it is it is yeah but oh, aside from the 505 point deadlift everything is good yeah, everything's good. Training's good. I did uh, did Orange Theory this morning. I took a shower just for this podcast because I don't want anybody to be able to smell me. And uh, you know, uh, got to get my lift in uh, right after. Actually, right after this podcast, I'll be uh, getting my lift in before our check in at three. And uh, no, everything's good. Weights ticked up a bit, which is exactly what we want. Um, and uh, you know, I'm at 3,500 calories a day, which I, again, I want to caveat. It's taking me a year to get to 3,500 calories. Don't expect to be at 3,500 calories. Um, you know, but uh, you know, definitely stronger. Um, it's crazy. It's uh, I feel like I feel like every week my body goes through a completely different transformation, you know, where I'm getting bigger and stronger and everything else. It's it's like flying off the the radar right now, which is which and, is crazy. And every week you still can't believe it. <laughs> I can't believe it. I have no. I'm like I'm like, and, you know, and here's here's like here's a good point to bring up before we get into the the supplements discussion. But you know, it was you know when you first start off doing this type of lifestyle because it is a lifestyle, right? Um, you know, you you want things fixed day one. Right. You, like, like by tomorrow, you're like, man, I, I'm all sore, but I don't notice my muscles. They're not, they're not changing at all. Right. It doesn't happen that fast. And I can remember times where I would text you and I'm like, man, I'm just feeling like fat Dave today. I, you know, I, I feel demotivated. I don't feel like I'm making any progress. I don't feel like I'm getting any stronger. And that's where I really think, you know, you have to, to do these, these, these lifestyle type of things, like take pictures of yourself every week, you know, with your, you know, your shirt off and just in some, some underwear, um, you know, front and back and inside, if you want, you know, um, take measurements. I think, I think the measurements were probably the biggest indicator for me because while I wasn't seeing substantial change in like my stomach, for example, which by the way, your belly is the effing worst because it holds your, your weight in most people, not, not you. Cause you're, you're an a-hole, but, uh, it, it holds, it holds the weight, uh, your, your, all of your fat basically is the last place to go is your stomach, right? There's no way of, of fixing that and making it go quicker. Liposuction, I guess is probably the only thing that'll get, get rid of that. But, um, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things where it's, it, it's persistent, but if you're taking measurements of your body parts, you can see, listen, Hey, my, my, my biceps grew, you know, 0.1 centimeters, you know, this week or whatever it ends up being, you know, and, and so you see the growth of your different areas that are supposed to grow and you see the shrinking of all those different areas. So the, the progression takes time. You're not going to unscrew your body in one week or two weeks or three months or five months. It's going to take some time to get there, but the repetition is the biggest thing. You are making a difference uh, in your body. You are ch transforming your body. It just takes a lot of time. I think that's the biggest thing. And, and, and luckily I feel that now I don't, I don't, I rarely now say, I don't see a progress or I feel like crap, you know, about myself. It's how, how much bigger can I grow myself, you know, to be more stronger and muscular and things like that, that I'm looking forward to. So Jack day F I don't know if we've Jack day F Jack day F in the, Jack. in the podcast yet, but for anybody who doesn't know, that's what the goal is to get Jack day F Jack day. F. Um, we got to come up with a, a supplement brand of Jack day F or something. If there isn't one already, but uh, we want to be jacked, you know, want to be, want to be muscular, want to be lean, you know, want to look awesome and, uh, and be strong at the same time. Right. Yeah, that's exactly it. So we'll get into it then. Well, well, well hey, well, before we're, it's not all about me. How are you doing? Oh, yeah. I mean, I didn't lift 505 pounds yesterday. You're there. Did you get lift off? You so, lift off. You lift off. I was so smug because the way the 
the the way the exchange is with, between kilos and pounds for me to get it it's 230 kilos so it's 506 pounds and i was like <laughs> i lift this it's one pound more so i was like i have to oh, do it i would dude, I, I honestly i would have been so bad at that like i would have been so bad at that, and i would have like went downstairs and added like a, a pound and a half just so it was like you know 506.5 yeah <laughs> no but genuinely like it's a big milestone and that's heavy as hell i actually shared it on instagram people like that's a lot of fucking weight and i was like yeah tell me about it i was the one trying to pick it up um but aside from that everything is good um i started the first group coaching yesterday and um, so we had our first or on monday um which was cool um and the only other thing that's changed is my setup with the monitor situation that I'm like trying to work out and need some tech support with all you guys. Hey, but no, hey, aside from that, everything is good. Well, what, talk a little bit about that really quick before we get into the supplement side. So, what are you doing with the whole um, groups, and uh, how are you helping other people with with you know the the personal training side of the house? So, the group thing is basically to allow me to number one help and work with more people um, it's less of a one-to-one and everything's just dealt with in the group so nutrition still managed the way it is with all you guys the training still managed through true coach the way it is and then we just do the check-ins um three weekly group calls so we have instead of the long call that our group has we have two shorter calls one on a monday and one on a friday yeah um, and okay. everything's done through that and done through a group chat on the discord server which i think i'm getting my head around um i was able to i Dude. didn't want to be like dave can you let this person in dave can you let this person in i think i just worked it out um but yeah everything's managed through that so it's a very small group at the minute it's really it's actually a very cool group um of people to get started and everybody's super keen to i mean become Dave, I guess, is the, is the general consensus. No, I'm just kidding. That's awesome. Um, but no, definitely have, you definitely have inspired a lot of people to make change. And it's great to see sort of the community side of things in the Discord server, because I know you spoke a lot about, you know, InfoSec being a community field, but actually seeing it on that sort of bigger scale and actually helping, you know, there's lots of chats, go a lot of chat going on. And, you know, it's people just sharing their experience and, yeah. you know, they're all there because you've directed them there. So, oh, man, we all pick each other up and motivate each other. That's what keeps me going, too. You know, like every day where I'm slacking, I'm like, hey, I can't let, you know, everybody else down that's looking at me at this. So, I, you know, I'm out there doing it. Plus, I also want to get jacked AF. But, you know, um, you know, like I just just I saw, uh, you know, we we'd mentioned a couple of podcasts ago about David Maynard, who had, you know, said, hey, I literally read the hacking, you know, your health guide that I did on Medium. And he lost 30 pounds in like two months. And, you know, I, and I saw, you know, this morning, it was like four o'clock in the morning. He's at the gym. I'm like, dude, like that, that right there is incredible. And, and Boyd, uh, David Boyd uh, messaged me and he's like, man, it's really cool to see how much of an impact you've had on people changing their lifestyles and knowing that it's actually possible to take control of it. You know, and here's the thing in the security industry specifically, you know, we have some of the most brilliant minds you could possibly imagine from a, from a technological perspective and programming. And I mean, just real brilliant folks um, that are just super smart. And we pride ourselves on how awesome our brains function, but we don't hack our own bodies to take care of ourselves to optimize that brain for our profession. So, you know, I think, you know, having those discussions of people is, is really taken off because people realize, hey, you know, I can still be an awesome hacker uh, and I can still take care of myself as well and be here for my family and my kids. And, you know, it's been really awesome and real humble to see, you know, this movement kind of take off. And there's a lot, just a lot of great folks that you're having some awesome success with it and uh, just keep it going, everybody keep out there. It's just literally, you know, I, I put this on, on social media the other day, but you know, I woke up, I think it was on Monday 
and I had a rest day on Sunday. So rest days for me, I hate rest days. Ben knows this. Um, I hate rest days. The cultiest rest days, the the days that he does the rest of his training. (laughs) I hate rest days. And, and, and listen, there are, uh, people talk about overtraining. Overtraining is actually very difficult to do. You need to listen to your body though. So there are days where I'm like, listen, I need to rest, but there are days like, Hey, I think I could push myself a little bit further, but you know, after a rest day, you know, uh, it was, it was Sunday. I had a rest day and, and I needed that rest day. Um, Monday I went to orange theory and I did not want to go. Like my, my, my alarm went off. I look at it. I'm like, it is so easy for me just to, just to hit snooze or to get up an hour later and get that extra hour of sleep in. But I said, F no, that's not me. That's not who I am. And, and F you mind for even suggesting that. I'm going to get out of this bed and I'm going to go work out and I'm going to push myself twice as hard because you even suggested that in the first place. So I'm going to punish you for wanting to, to not go in this work, in this workout. And you know, guess what is I get there. I'm like, Oh, you know, and I work out. And as soon as I break that sweat, you know, I hit it. it it's just, my brain knows it's time. It's time to go. And I just kick my ass and, and, and go forward with it. And that day, um, you know, if you look at, at whoop, it tells you your performance. I spent, like it was like eight or 10 minutes additional than I normally do in the high, high, uh, high heart rate zone, which means I was killing myself even further than I normally do. So, you know, it's all in your mind. Just get out there and do it. And even if you're lazy, Hey, listen, just make a promise to yourself. Hey, I'm going to get there. And if I start working out and I still don't feel it, then I'll go home. But guess what? If you get your ass to that gym and you work out just for a few minutes and you break that sweat, you're ready to go. You're done. You're, you're good. So just, just, just keep that in mind as you're going through, just keep that motivation going. Yeah, it's generally, you know, from my experience, it's generally just getting your foot through the door. Do you know what I mean? Getting up and getting it done. And you can come up with any excuse you want in the world. But as soon as you get in the door and you're in the atmosphere, and like you said, as soon as you break a sweat, you're golden, you're good to go. Um, But yes, rest days are important. I mean, that's probably, you know, I don't remember the last time that you took one. But anyway, good job on that front. I see there's a, <laughs> a suggested deload week coming up. And I'm like, fuck that suggestion out the window. Yeah, yeah, we're not, um, not going to deloading. <laughs> right, let's get into it. So first of all, I would like to caveat that all of the things that we're going to talk about in terms of supplements are things that we do because it's things that we enjoy. Now, I'm going to talk about things that I would recommend as a bare minimum to get you started. But also, both Dave and I take it to the absolute extreme with the supplements. Dave, because he just enjoys them and, you know, we want to be as optimal as possible. Me, I do it for the same reason, but also so that I can recommend and refer things to clients. Um, the other thing that I would like to say as well, I know Dave agrees with me this, supplements are not the answer. Get ev- everything that we've talked about in every episode up until this point, you need to nail all of those things first before... You start thinking about supplements. It's not that you're going to take, you know, this supplement stack or start taking cod liver oil tablets and it's going to entirely change your life. It will definitely help, but you need to make sure that you're training, you know, you're more active, you're eating properly, you're sleeping properly, you're managing your stress, you're able to digest your food and you're recovering properly. And then we start to look at supplements. It is literally the top of the pyramid. Like think about those 1% better. It will not change your life. Anything to add to that? We cover that. Yeah, no, I, th- I think it's it's important to understand, you know, I, I get asked all the time, well, hey, what, what fat loss pill should I take? There is no fucking fat loss pill. Don't, don't do a fat loss pill. Don't mess with those thermogenics. What they're doing is increasing your body temperature and your thermogenics of your body to increase calorie burn, right? Um, you can do the exact same thing by, by intentionally fidgeting yourself. Like, like um, I was actually listening to the Huberman Labs podcast yesterday. It was all about uh, cold showers and stuff, which I took a cold shower yesterday and I took a cold shower today. Um, so I'm getting into the cold uh-huh. showers. It, listen, I didn't die. I, di- I didn't die. I didn't like it, okay. but I didn't die. Um, okay. But, uh, you know, there, there's um, 
some some direct uh, things. Most of your your calorie burn and everything else is is really heat expenditure. So your body has to regulate your temperature um, all the time. And so when you lose heat, it has to produce heat, which you know thus causes energy. What's interesting is just by fidgeting, like like, like just you know fidgeting your leg. If you fidget your leg all day long, you will burn anywhere between seven hundred to fifteen hundred additional calories a day just by fidgeting. Even though it's a twenty percent muscle tweak, the the heat expenditure that you do from a thermodynamics perspective of, of expunging heat and having to re- 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 replace that heat causes this massive calorie burn. So, you know, there, and there are, there are pills, you know, if you look at ephedrine, for example, which is banned now, you know, the, the issue with ephedrine is that it was a great fat loss pill because you would take it and it would increase your core body temperature and your thermogenics and you'd burn more calories. The problem is, is that it didn't regulate the thermogenics really well. And you had people dying of stroke and heart attack and things of that effect because it increased your body temperature too much. So don't, don't look at these supplements as something that's going to change your life. Okay. Look at these supplements as this may help me. After I've nailed down the nutrition, as I've, if I as I've nailed down the workout routines and resistance training, you know, as I've, I've nailed down walking, what are things that I can do to help me sleep? What are things that I can do to help me sleep better or longer, or better, you know, uh, more more efficient? What are things that I can do from a micronutrients perspective that I may not be getting in my diet, you know, today? These are these are discussions that you should be having with yourself versus a supplement to fix a problem, okay? So supplements are not going to fix a problem. They're not going to make you skinny. They're not going to make you big. They're not going to give you muscle. What they're going to do is optimize your body and give it the right type of chemicals and, and formulas that you need in order to maximize your your, your uh, journey in this, in this healthy lifestyle. So hopefully we've nailed that. Please do not take these supplements because you think it's going to change your, your body image or things to that effect. It doesn't do that at all. I, I, I do supplements because I think it does something. You know, um, but at the end of the day, you know, I, I'm, I'm just experimenting with different things that have been clinically proven or there's science research or things like that to help in certain areas that I may be struggling with, for example. Okay. I think, did, have you ever, did you ever try Afrogen? No. I, I, when I was in the Marines, I took it all the time. Uh, I tried it before I even got into training properly. Like I went to the gym with a guy, one of my, my friends, it was, it was a couple of years older than me and like I didn't train and he gave me one. I was literally in the gym for three hours. I was oh, like yeah. a fucking maniac and I was totally broken the next well, day. Well, dude, um, so I remember. Point, okay, sorry, go ahead. The point that I want to make about the, you talking about the fidget, and I think I maybe have touched on this before, and it's a very micro thing, but it's something that I noticed that when I did my first photo shoot and calories got super low, all those like little things change in your body so you don't yeah. fidget as much so you're not actually burning as many calories because your body just sort of shuts all those things down um and yes okay like you said you know it's such a minimal thing but the impact that that that, that has on your overall daily calorie burn is massive so that's always why i'm a fan of keeping calories as high as possible because you know beyond what you're doing in the gym or your cardio or whatever day to day like you, if i were sat here right now and I was eating 500 calories and uh, I was sat here tomorrow and I was eating 5,000 calories. I'm going to burn more calories tomorrow, eating more calories because I've yes. got more fuel. Um, so that's a good point to know. And one thing actually about the, the temperature thing, and then we'll get back to supplements, is the one interesting point that Andrew Hubbard made was about sleep and about your temperature. And he said about if you're trying to cool yourself down to get to sleep, I always would have thought to have a cold char. But what happens when you have a cold shower is your body, your internal body temperature starts to heat up. So it actually makes you warmer. So if you have a really warm shower, warm bath, your body will do the opposite and it'll start trying to dump the heat. 
and then you kill down. I was like, I mean, it makes total makes sense, sense whenever he puts it back to me. Fucking scientist, <laughs> whatever. Um, but yeah, it made, it made a lot of sense in terms of the sleep and you know managing things that way. But yeah, super interesting. Yeah. I remember when I was in the Marines, I was taking um, ephedrine, and uh, this was all legal at the time, and I had no idea what I was doing. And we hit the gym, you know, you know, three or four times a week, and I would take uh, androtestin and nortestin, which is basically like one molecule off from a legal steroid. And you know, I had no idea at the time. Was, you can go to GNC and buy these packs, or I think they're called like Animal Stack or Animal Packs or something like that. And they had androtestin and nortestin. I remember taking those three combined. And I'd be at the gym, like foaming at the mouth, you know, screaming and ripping, you know, stuff. So, um, you know, you know, some some of that's these things. Good, that, yeah, yeah. That's a good lead in just talking about supplements. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, listen, I think I think you know the the supplement debate, you know, is is what are critical things that you know I would recommend based on what I've researched. Um, and again, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. I listen to a lot of scientist podcasts. I listen to a lot of doctors. Uh, I look at the scientific research, you know, as we mentioned in a previous podcast, Ben will message me. I'll be at two o'clock in the morning actually reading through a, a, a research paper. I actually just found one recently on apigen, uh, apigenin for anti-cancer uh, effects. But, you know, again, it's all about, you know, hey, what can we do to to prolong our aging and, uh, you know, feel as best as we humanly possibly can and perform as best as we possibly humanly can. And I think that's a big thing. You know, if you get nutrition down, right, you're getting yourself enough sup or enough um, food, enough nutrition to power your body, right? And then the micronutrients to help restore and replenish your body. Uh, you know, if you, uh, one of the books that Ben recommended to me that I read was called Own the Day by Aubrey Marcus. And Aubrey gets into the, the whole discussion on, he, he uses the term, you are what you eat ate, right? So, you know, if you're, if you're getting fed, you know, a cow, that has been pumped full of antibiotics and a bunch of crap and, and horrible foods and things like that to plump it up. You are what the, what you what you eat ate, right? So you're replenishing yourself with crap protein. Now, if you're doing organic or things of that effect or whole foods, you know, single source ingredient foods that you know are farm raised and things of that effect or, or, or grass, you know, grass fed. You know, you're replenishing your body with with natural type of things, and 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 and, and it it definitely helps with the recovery aspects and what you're you know kind of putting on your shelf to re, you know repair your body. So, you know, supplements can help out with that re repair, making sure that you have the right chemicals in place and making sure you have the right, you know, types of, of, of things to, to restore your body, recover your body and to build it back stronger. And I think that's really where you're looking at it is, you know, you look at everything from protein synthesis to, you know, how your body repairs itself to, you know, uh, glycogen stores to how, um, you know, we, we use energy. It's all about optimization, right? So I think, you know, for me, at least I'll talk about my protocol, um, of three, I would say three or four things that I would heavily recommend, um, just from a performance perspective and an overall uh, overall health and well being. Again, not a doctor, not claiming to be a doctor or nutritionist. Uh, you know, it's best to talk to your doctor, or nutritionist, or things like that about about supplements that you're going to take. Um, but for me, um, a multivitamin of some sort, I think, is is big. Um, that's kind of like a catch all. So it has iron and calcium and vitamin D and all these you know other things in there that kind of catch all of the core vitamins that you want. Um, one of the ones that I prefer is is called Onnit Total Human. Um, it has a daytime pack and a nighttime pack. So in the in the morning, I pop all these pills. You know, in the nighttime, I pop all these pills and it has everything I has uh, uh, needed need in it. And it has um, omega three fatty acids for DHA and EPA um, for um, which is really important for like lubricating, you know, anti uh, heart, heart issues, um, you know, heart, cardiovascular fixing um, a lot of other benefits from from omega three fatty acids um, that you get with that. But it has basically everything that I would need uh, from that side. Uh, second would be creatine. 
Creatine by far is like the most researched supplement out there, period, uh, and its benefits from a repair perspective. You typically want to start with 20 grams uh, of creatine per day for seven days. So we call our loading phase or our stacking phase. Uh, and then you want to do five grams of, of creatine per day moving forward. And, and what that does is it builds up creatine in your body and then you're replenishing it as your body uses that creatine, but it helps with muscle growth, recovery, repair, you know, makes your muscles look fuller. You obviously retain some water as part of that. So if you start to gain a little bit of weight at first, you know, that's to be expected, but it should be a small amount. Um, and then the last thing I, I'd recommend uh, from kind of a, a true like, you know, staple would be some sort of uh, protein supplement. Um, you know, for, for like whey protein, uh, things like that to help meet your goals if you're not getting all of your protein goals in there. I prefer the Dynamatize ISO 100 uh, Cocoa Pebbles. That's my staple protein I use. I have buckets of it everywhere. I can show you. Uh, I have hidden areas that my wife doesn't know about uh, on, on for protein. Um, so, you know, I'm not allowed to buy any more protein. Uh, but uh, get, do not get the whey version of it. It's horrible. Make sure it's the ISO 100 version. Uh, it, it dilutes really well in water. Um, I usually do two scoops of that after my workout. One last thing I want to hit on before Ben gets into his his side of the house, and I'll, and, we, and that's just my my three top things. By the way, I take like seventy other ones that we'll talk about, but um, uh, the the um, protein side of the house. There's there's research out there, and you can listen to the Huberman Huberman Labs podcast on this one uh, where they break it down pretty substantially. But what they found is that um, you you have a what's what's called an internal clock, right? And that clock um, tells your body what time of day it is. And things like caffeine, for example, uh, increase dopamine in other areas and, and kind of reduces that clock so you, you stay awake longer, which thus, you know, your metabolic rate goes up um, and you burn more calories because you're staying up longer. But in, in, in a specific case of protein synthesis, it's always been believed that, uh, you know, right after you work out, it's the most critical piece around getting protein intake. And, and while that's still important, you want to take protein beforehand, it's also important to note that, um, to, to maximize protein synthesis or muscle growth, um, i.e. hypertrophy for muscle growth, um, it, you take protein in the morning. Uh, usually between 6 a.m. and 10 a.m. Is, is basically the optimal time uh, to take protein. So I'd highly recommend if you're getting onto the, the protein supplement side of the house, taking a, a large quantity of protein in the morning as well as after your workout and then being more carb-centric you know, in the evenings uh, and things like that or, or throughout the day to kind of spread out the, the carbohydrates as things go, things go along. But those are my three top ones is some sort of multivitamin, you definitely want to get omega-3 fatty acids as part of that. Um, and then, um, uh, you know, your, your protein and creatine are the three kind of staple ones. Yeah, um, you know, I would agree. Um, what I want to sort of, the way I want to approach it is, from a baseline perspective, what I would recommend. And I've said, you know, all along, and you'll know this firsthand, that I'm not a person who, you know, if you come on board with me as a client, that I recommend this long list of supplements because... I remember being that guy and, you know, starting with a coach and he sent me this list of like 15 things on Amazon. And I was like, you need all these things in this whole big list. Whenever, truthfully, you don't really know if you need them. Ketones? Um, you need some ketones? <laughs> no. <fuck. laughs> um, you don't really know if you need them and especially not straight off the bat. The way I sort of like to look at it is if we go, if we start to go through the coaching process and either you come to me with, I'm feeling this way, you know, what would you recommend or things that I start to notice as we go through, then I'll maybe recommend the supplement. I'll always only give it as a recommendation. I'll tell you why I'll share the ones that I have used and everything that sort of falls back on that. I'll always only try and talk from my own experience. Um, but there are ones that, you know, I would definitely recommend from a health perspective that can make you feel better. Um, 
Omega-3, definitely one of them. I would definitely recommend having omega-3. Vitamin C as well, a good vitamin C supplement. Um, I, I know you said about a multivitamin. I take mine separately just because the, the blue nutrition ones that I use, they come separately, and it means I can be a bit more in control of the dosage and stuff. So omega-3, vitamin C, um, vitamin D3. Vitamin D. Um, vitamin D is like the the savior of everything, including COVID and a bunch of other stuff, right? So yeah, yeah. yeah. So one, I'm not saying it's a, it's a cure for COVID. I don't want to emphasize that. Get your vaccines, but <laughs> vitamin D is vitamin D deficiency is a really bad thing for your immune system and everything else. So supplementing with vitamin D is is highly useful, and anything from five thousand to ten thousand I use a day is is generally accepted. So I mean, you can't really overdose on that stuff. Yeah, and I guess as well, you know, again, from if I think about the audience and the people, you know, you probably don't spend a lot of time outside. Do you know what I mean? If you're spending time working inside your computers all day or whatever, you don't generally get the vitamin D that you need. Now, if you live in the country that I live in, we don't get it because the country doesn't allow it. But, you know, definitely supplement with, with vitamin D3 and especially coming into the sort of winter month, I would almost double the dose of vitamin D yes. because I'm definitely not getting it. Um, because vitamin D, all the things. And, and, and if you're um, from a, from an African-American perspective, you're getting lower doses of vitamin D based on skin color. So, you know, um, a heavy population of the United States, um, very vitamin D deficient in the African-American population. So, you know, all of those things take vitamin D as much as possible. It's like literally one of the catch-all type of, of vitamins that you can do out there. Yep, yep. Highly recommend. Um, the other thing as well that I find huge benefits from and I would definitely recommend is a good greens powder because... If we then start to look at like the the micronutrient profile, generally nine times out of ten, people aren't getting enough veg throughout the day. I'm you know I'm guilty of this as well because if I'm trying to eat four thousand calories or whatever, I don't really want to start adding veg on top of that. So I make sure that I get that that first thing. Um, and again, sort of just to touch on the ones that I use are a brand, a local brand here, Blue Nutrition. I'll put the link in the bio. They do ship worldwide i think um and there is a discount code on that not i don't get anything back from it but i think it's a great band a great brand and i stand by them um so omega-3 vitamin c vitamin d3 and an essential greens and definitely creatine as well and i know there's a bit of a taboo subject with creatine because people are like steroids and whatever which it isn't at all but i think it's just because it gets you know it gets a pretty bad name or people think that you know it's gonna they're gonna wake up jacked i mean I have been taking creatine pretty much every day, probably for the past seven years, and I still haven't woke up jacked. So <laughs> unless it's just it's it's my body, but um, yeah, the one that I use is the Create Pure one. Um, I don't think I've ever went through any sort of loading phase with it. I just do the five milligrams, the five grams a day, um, and I, I have it. I know there's a question actually, and I'll touch on it while we're here. Um, from Frankie, look at how much creatine to take, how often, and would you recommend it during a cutting phase or strictly during bulking and maintenance? Um, five grams per day and do it every single day. Like I wouldn't, I, I've never come off it for any sort of cutting. Like I, I would just keep it all the time. Like the benefits it has in your body are far going to outweigh any sort of negligible, you know, water gain that it's holding on to. And um, you will notice a change in your body composition probably at the start while it adapts. But if it's been in your system for, you know, an extended period of time, there's no real need to take it out. And I, I stand by that. Like I wouldn't, you know, I would take at 95% of the population, I think, who train should definitely, definitely take creatine. Yeah, I would agree. Um, and, and five grams, if you're taking five grams, you know, it'll eventually stack up for what your body doesn't use from a creatine perspective, and you'll be at a nominal rate. The, the catch with creatine, what they've done in studies is that, you know, your body will hold a certain percentage of, of creatine within your within your body. And then, you know, as that depletes, you replenish it. So the loading phase is more so to get you to that point quicker 
so that you have the optimal amount of creatine in your body that could be used and then kind of supplementing that back with five grams. But if you're doing five grams, you'll, you'll get there too. So, um, you know, whatever you prefer on, on that front. And, and I just want to caveat by the way, what I said before on the whole vitamin D front, for those that don't know what vitamin D is, it's, it's based on, on sunlight, right? So, you know, skin color wise has a, a big impact on that of, of your ability to absorb, uh, sun into your body based on the demographics of where, you know, you came from, you know, geographically. So, you know, it, it's, there's a lot of studies out there around, you know, the African-American population that has a really tough time absorbing sunlight due to, you know, the darkness of their skin of being able to absorb that vitamin D into their body. So supplementation of vitamin D in that front, not just from a, you know, uh, skin color perspective, everybody should be taking vitamin D, uh, but it definitely has a ton of health benefits on that front too. But um, yeah, uh, I use the German creatine, um, which is basically Korea pure. It's like 99.5% pure creatine or whatever. I, I don't know if it does a difference, but uh, Korea pure seems to be a pretty good, good, good point five. You're like, yes, <laughs> yeah. I'm in. That point five versus that ninety nine percent is is a big difference. So, but uh, um, yeah, I use I use the, the it's called German creatine, and I do um, five grams as part of my intra workout uh, routine. So, as I'm working out and then post is when I drink the creatine and my yeah. So I have my workout. I would always put my intra workout as well. If it's a non training day, I'll put it in my morning shake. And um, I guess I'll, I'll touch on that. <laughs> I'll touch on that now. And just sort of go through the order of the day. Um, now, again, I would like to just caveat one more time. This is an extensive list of things that I have built up over the years. And people ask me, well, why do you take, I'm take some notes here? Because I might, I might want to add think, a couple. <laughs> I think, uh, no, you don't need any more. Um, <laughs> I'm like, I think, you know, a coach recommended to me back whenever. Um, yeah, so first thing in the morning. Number one, I'll always prioritize hydrating myself because if you imagine you've just been asleep for, well, hopefully seven or eight hours um, and you've had no way of hydrating yourself, your body's dehydrated. And that's generally what, why people will reach for coffee because they think that that's what they need for the hit. Whereas if they just hydrated themselves, they will feel much better. So with that sort of 800 to one liter, 800 milliliters to one liter of water, I'll put in the, the fruit and greens powder. Again, the blue nutrition one, is very pal palatable. Some of them are awful. If you've ever had like a really greens, green powder, it's like, some of them are like, oh yeah, you know, strawberry flavor or like, you know, fruit punch. And I'm like, you get like a hint of fruit punch at the start. And then it's as if you're drinking water that came from a pond. That's literally the only yeah. way that I can describe it. Very, very green. But anyway, the, the, the fruit and greens from the Blue Nutrition is good. I have it. In it, I have someone that needs electrolytes. Now, the reason I have electrolytes is to replace any that I lost through sweating. Another way that you can do this, and he recommends it in the Aubrey Marcus book, is just by having some salt in your water in the morning just to replace those electrolytes that you lost through sweat, through sleep. Um, I also use an AM stack from Supplement Needs. I'm not actually sure 100% what's in it, but They've obviously they've created a formula, an AM stack formula and a PM stack, probably similar to the one that you use, um, just to sort of get everything in the one place without having to go and get you know ten different supplements or whatever else. Um, but it sort of sets me up for the day. So the water, the fruit and greens, the AM stack, and the electrolytes, and then obviously if it's a non-training day, I'll have my creatine in with that. Um, so I'll have that first thing. Uh, I've also again. With the change in season and stuff, I've reintroduced having shots of ginger. Now, this obviously technically isn't a supplement as such, but it came from when I used to work um, in the restaurant on the juice bar. Just a bit of research um, in terms of like the health benefits of ginger um, and the the benefits of it on your immune system. Um, 
are absolutely incredible and touch wood i feel like it's the reason that i never get any sort of signs of sickness i generally find that the change of season um i sort of reintroduce it or at least up the dose um if you've ever had a shot of fresh ginger freshly juiced it will literally blow your head off <laughs> you can obviously get um you know ones that are mixed with apple juice and whatever else um but i would definitely recommend having that some way throughout the day because for your immune system it's really 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 good yeah um so for my my side of the house was that is that all you take by the way you good that's in the shake i haven't touched on the tablets oh. and the pills but you go ahead you go ahead <laughs> so uh for for the mornings um you know when i start off I have things broken down a little bit from a from a workout perspective. So, you know, I, I try to tailor some of my supplements around my workout periods. Um, for example, um, in the morning when I first wake up, I take the Onnit Total Human Daytime Pack, which, you know, has some nootropics in it uh, for mental clarity. It has, you know, EHA, P, uh, DHA for fish oils. It has, you know, greens automatically added to it. Um, I also like the Athletic Greens um, as, a, as another one. If you've tried that, blue is good as well. I really like the flavor of that one. So, you know, athletic greens or blue, I think, are two good ones um, from the athletic greens perspective. Um, so, but, but my idle total, on a total human has the greens built into it, so I don't typically um, add greens onto that. Uh, I take a, a, a Jay Cutler's probiotic. Any probiotic is fine. Um, helps with gut health. There's a lot of research coming out now around how gut health helps on the aging side, obesity, and others. So if your gut health and microbiome are good, um, you have a, a better chance of, of keeping that weight off. Uh, one of the most recent studies found that um, a lot of the – um, artificial sweeteners that are in diet sodas, like aspartame, uh, Splenda, those types of things, um, actually create confusion with communication in the bacteria gut side of the house and often lead to obesity and the inability to keep weight off, aging, et cetera. So diet soda is actually really bad for you um, to, to leverage a lot of that. It's really bad for your gut, gut bio, uh, uh, biome bac uh, bacteria side of the house. So I'd heavily recommend staying away from that. Um, I take uh, calcium. Uh, the only reason I take calcium is because I got micronutrient tested and found that I was calcium deficient. I wouldn't recommend doing this unless you are calcium deficient. There's no need to take calcium unless you do that. Um, I take 600 milligrams of NAC, uh, which is a, a supplement for uh, liver and kidneys. Um, helps with like the overall health of those as you're popping a bunch of supplements and things like that. You know, it could be taxing on those. So making sure you know you're doing a lot of antioxidants um, to kind of flush those out and keep your kidneys and health, uh, liver uh, doing good. I take uh, niagen, which is a precursor to NAC. Uh, NAC is a anti-aging thing. We have it as we're young and then it eventually dies off, but it's a big foundational thing for ATP or how we generate energy. Um, so I take that. Um, I also take apple cider gummies. Um, there was a recent study that showed that um, having two servings of fermented food per day um, really helped out with your, your gut microbiomes. Uh, um, again, that, that, that healthy gut equates to a healthy body, equates to healthy aging, equates to, you know, weight loss, you know, every, everything else comes along with that. Uh, and also take uh, those gummies. Sorry to interrupt you. Those yeah. gummies were an absolute game changer. The goalie oh, gummies. Yeah. So good. Like the, um, Adam, the guy that from NI supplements, he recommended them. And, you know, obviously apple cider vinegar is great, but who the fuck wants to drink vinegar first thing in the morning? So <laughs> it's horrible. Having those, having those, um, those gummies are great. I just take two in the morning and two in the evening. And I've definitely, definitely noticed an improvement in yeah. digestion and how I feel. And I know someone asked about, um, what did they say? Recommend for digestion. I would definitely recommend some, though I, I wouldn't even go to just get apple cider vinegar, I would get those gummies because like I said, who the fuck wants to drink ginger or drink, um, 
vinegar first thing in the morning because that's obviously what it is um and then a decent a decent fruit and greens essential greens or whatever it is um but yeah those gummies are i mean i don't want to say they're delicious but they're definitely nicer than drinking vinegar yeah it's actually the only way that i will touch apple cider vinegar is through those gummies so uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and then workout protocol wise, I take, um, alpha lion, superhuman, supreme Hulk juice, which sounds amazing. Um, basically it's a heavy boost of beta alanine, caffeine, a bunch of other things. Um, Ben doesn't like beta alanine at all. Um, I, I don't mind it. Um, so beta alanine, if you haven't tried it before, if you take one of these supplements for the first time, your skin is like literally going to feel like it's ripping off you, like you're itching all over and you just feel like crap off, but it's only for like a few minutes and then it goes away. Um, there's some, some research around what beta alanine does from an oxygen, uh, oxygenization perspective of your muscles and being able to carry blood flow, um, that this supposedly helps with performance, uh, real kind of still out on all of that, but a lot of the supplements will have niacin, beta alanine and caffeine is kind of the, the, the key staples there. they also typically have some, um, you know, branch chain amino acids or essential amino acids in there as part of it. I'll pop that, um, usually 30 minutes before my workout, uh, uh, warning word of warning might be getting in a TMI. But anytime I take uh, pre-workout, I have to immediately use the bathroom. And so that's a problem, obviously, if you're going to like a cardio session and you blow up the toilets, you know, and you're known as that guy that blows up the toilets. So I take it like 45 minutes before I go just so I can, you know, take care of business before I actually get to the, the session uh, with that. So every like literally, even if I smell the water of the, of the thing, I have to use the bathroom. So it's it's that, that much of a regiment there from that side. Um, and I take, um, during my workout, I take, uh, Jake Cutler's uh, repair, which has some, uh, it has essential amino acids and dextrose, which is, um, basically the, the Ross form before you get to, to glycogen restore. So it's a easy way for your body to do insulin spikes and then kind of replenish your muscles as you're kind of doing it. Um, so I'd use that along with creatine. And then afterwards I'll take, um, my, my protein supplement, usually two scoops, 25 grams per scoop, 50 grams of protein, uh, for that. And then my nighttime one, and I'll throw through this because I know there's a lot. Um, uh, on it, total human nighttime pack, I take uh, Neuromag, which is uh, magnesium L3 innate, uh, which um, gets around the uh, what's called the blood brain barrier. Magnesium is fantastic for relaxation, a lot of other things, uh, your, your just overall stability of your brain, soothing, uh, et cetera, et cetera. I'll take uh, nitric oxide boosters from Horback. Um, usually it's arginine. Uh, which, you know, you ever hear about the, the big pumps that you get uh, with muscles and things like that. Um, your nitric oxide levels in your body are the lowest at night. Um, so that's why I typically take it at night. I also usually take it in the morning. Um, as so there's a, a question. If we, while, you're, while you're on the topic, there was a yeah. question again from Frank DeLuca. What do you think of the nitric oxide boosters and when is the best time to take them? I have no experience personally <laughs> from this, so I'll leave that, that to you. Yeah, um, for, for me, it, you know, uh, based on, on the research, uh, uh, nighttime is when you have the lowest levels of nitric oxide. So I usually heavily recommend taking it right before bed. Um, and I also take it, you know, usually before a workout in the morning, um, that'll get you the, the big pump that you feel a lot of the pump juice has arginine and a bunch of other things in there. Uh, it had a citrulline and arginine are kind of like the two main, um, components of nitric oxide boosters. There's a lot of research behind that. It allows blood flow, um, you know, uh, you know, for your body, real good, um, uh, vasodilator basically. Um, so it's, it's really good to, I think, take in the morning and, and evening from when I take it. Um, that's what I found best use for me. And then the last two I take, L-theanine and apigenin. Uh, apigenin um, has a lot of anti-cancer uh, uh, effects to it. Uh, it's very good for your liver. 
Um, but what it also does is it's an anti-anxiety uh, chemical. So, you know, as you're about to go to bed, um, it has a really big soothing effect. Same thing for theanine, uh, relaxing, soothing effect in your body. Um, just, you know, for, to get my mind ready to go, um, I go into that place. I do not recommend melatonin. Uh, I think melatonin is, is um, good in small doses, uh, but not good long-term use-wise. Um, there's a lot of research coming out now, um, even in squirrels, for example, they did a scientific research on on uh, high dosage of melatonin in squirrels, and it shrunk the squirrel's testicles by like seventy percent by taking melatonin every day, which uh, doesn't seem good, uh, you know. But <laughs> you know, but uh, and that hasn't been done in humans. Um, you know, you know, clinical trials in humans is still kind of a up in the air one. But uh, melatonin typically isn't good for you long term use wise. I I never really got into melatonin. <clears throat> excuse me until. Probably recently, um, maybe like about a year or so ago. Um, and I always find that there was a very fine line in terms of like the dosage for me. So if I went over, like I would wake up as if I had a hangover because it was just, it was just too much. So I tried to steer away from it. And then obviously it was that, that Huberman Lab podcast that sort of suggested it sort of affected your, um, testosterone levels. Um, but yeah, in terms of like my nighttime protocol, it's pretty much bang on the same as yours. Um, the only other thing that I would add is the ashwagandha. And I think this is something oh, yeah. that's a massive. I, that. I, am, I am adding that at night as well, too, now. Yep. Yeah. It's the, a massive. Over... Do you have the gummies, too? I have the gummies. The same ones that do the apple cider vinegar. They're so I don't, tasty. No, I, just, I have, because oh. I have like three tubs of the of the actual capsules. Um, Dude, it's like, it's, like, it's like a candy delight, uh, <laughs> you know, as I'm eating. I'm like, oh, this is my dessert for not tonight. <laughs> um, but yes, ashwagandha is, you know, it's, it's something, again, that's, it's, a lot of the studies that you read are like, may do this and might do that. The reason that I take it is more from a sort of stress management level not to say that i'm a stressed person but in terms of like i would take a post-workout to sort of bring my my body stress levels down to sort of put me in that rest and digest phase before i actually eat something and then obviously you know before i go to bed i would have it have it then and there are studies to show you know improvements in cortisol levels and again it touches on stress anxiety depression and things like that it's something that is a supernatural um i think it's like a an ancient medical herb or something um just put in the nice little black capsules or blue gummies as Dave has. Um, but I would definitely like that's something that I have before bed as well. And I would, I would sort of, if people, if people struggle to sleep, that's something I would definitely recommend. Um, the only other thing that I would have differently if I go back to the morning is obviously you have the knack. I have a, th I use a thing called support max, um, from Strom supplements. And this sort of leads us into the TRT side of the house, like conversation as well. Um, in terms of, like you said, managing liver, managing kidneys and things like that. So the one that I use is just called support max. It's from Strom. Um, obviously if we are increasing levels of testosterone in our body through the TRT, then it's going to put a lot more strain and stress on liver and kidneys. So sort of managing that or trying to counterbalance that as much as possible. It does the same sort of thing that NAC does that you use. Um, the other thing as well that I would sort of touch on, I was never really a fan of pre-made pre-workouts. Um, simply because as Dave said, Dave said with the beta alanine, like I just, I just couldn't, I just couldn't warm to it. Um, it's sort of like that getting into the gym and you actually feel like your eyebrows are about to crawl off your face <laughs> you do that. I mean, in the, in the pre-workout. I just, I just didn't enjoy it. Um, and then I always find with whatever sort of pre-made pre-workouts that I used before, I always had a big crash after now, yeah. as I've sort of 
done a bit more research and able to look at the panels and the other things that it has, there are a couple that I would now use. Um, I haven't had the Hulk juice or whatever the fuck it is one that you use, <laughs> um, but the MV Pre from Innova Farm, I would yeah. definitely recommend. Um, and again, you know, I wouldn't even use a full scoop. I would probably use three quarters of a scoop just to sort of counteract that um, bedowning side of it. Another recommendation that I had from Adam from NI Supplements was just create your own. So if you, you know, depending on what level you're at, but knowing what your body responds well to, knowing what you like and what you don't like or what you do and don't need for a training perspective. Is it endurance? Is it the blood flow? Is it the pump that you're looking for? Create your own sort of pre-workout mix. And I did used to do that. Um, I used to have 400 milligrams of caffeine, um, citrulline malleate. I would have had my creatine in it. Um, I probably would have had some essential amino acids and I think that was, that was probably it for a pre-workout perspective. Um, and it was pretty good, you know, cause I was able to control how much of everything was in. I would have it probably 20 minutes before I went to train. Um, and I found it worked well, but doesn't really carry the flavors of the, the watermelon cooler or whatever the MVP flavor that's absolutely delicious. Um, but yeah, the only other thing, again, like I said about post-workout, I would have those ashwagandha, like three or four capsules of that, just to bring my body down to the place that I'd actually able to digest food. Um, and then I would have my whey protein, the one that I use is Biotech USA. Um, I just, I've used the same one for about five years and I can just like stand by the chocolate flavor. Um, but other than that, like the, the three that came recommended from that Huberman's Lab podcast are really, really good. And I've definitely noticed benefits in terms of my sleep. Yes, um, with that being said, I have consciously made an effort to put my phone away at a certain time, actually go to sleep. I actually got a, I put it into the group chat the other day. I got a, an eye mask for going to sleep because of a recommendation of, of one of the clients who gets 10 hours sleep a night, which is fucking impressive to be honest. Um, but she said that she wears an eye mask. I was like, right, okay, I'm going to try it. Absolutely hate it. I can't, I can't get used to it. It's like, <laughs> it's like stuck to my face. Like I can't. I just can't get used to it at all. Um, I've tried it for three nights and it's just like, I just lie awake with this black thing on my face and I can't see. So it's not, it's not for me. Um, but again, that's a good sort of point to note that things that you can do to improve these things don't necessarily need to be pills or potions or tablets. There are yeah. other ways to sort of combat and improve things um, before you get to the stage of you're actually trying to consume something. Yep. No, I agree. And again, this is optimization, right? This is trying to optimize your body in some way, shape or form where you may be struggling in a certain area or maybe you have trouble with sleep and you're looking at getting better REM sleep or things of that effect. Um, one thing that, that I didn't discuss, you know, from, that is not necessarily a supplement, but fits in this category, um, is I got a cooling mattress, which, um, you know, goes over the Sounds top of my awesome. mattress. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, you know, um, there's a lot of good studies around, you know, the kind of the sweet spot is around 65 degrees, uh, you know, uh, uh, around uh, temperature wise to keep your body kind of cool and regulated and allows your body to do the repair and deep sleep and all that other stuff that, that happens. And so I got one of those and that was really big game changer. I noticed my recovery moving up much faster, especially for really high intensity days. Um, that I was having. And it basically it's like an air condition unit for your mattress and it just pumps air or water through um, <clears throat> as you go through those. Also, there's new science coming out around. Um, they just did something called Cool Mitt, which isn't out yet. You can't, you, you can again, join the wait list. There's no pricing yet or anything like that. Um, but they did a lot of studies on um, how your body cools itself down. And if you're ever in a, a situation where you're overheating, um, you know, a lot of people will put it on your armpits, you're in your neck you actually need to find places on your body that don't have any hair that actually transports your blood vessels and, and cools things down the way that it was explained is, you know, if your radiator is overheating, do you try to cool the outside of the radiator or get to the tubes that pump into the radiator? 
Um, and so <clears throat> the cool mint side of the house is um, the, these little gloves that you wear um, that that uh, have have shown drastically to increase performance substantially, like by three or four times the amount of, of volume and effort that somebody could do. So they actually had athletes come in and they could do, let's just say, 40 um, uh, dips and then they'd use the cool mitt and they would be able to do four more sets of those when they previously couldn't do those before in the past. It has to do with temperature of your body and how your body cools itself down and how the muscles cool themselves down. And so, you know, you can incorporate some cold training and things like that. Taking cold showers in the morning can help performance uh, as things go along. Saunas, for example. Oh, yeah. Increase. DF takes one cold shower and now he's an advocate for cold showers. I've been <sighs> trying to get you to take a cold shower Listen, for a year. Listen, I know the benefits of it, but I, I hate like, it. Oh, yeah, I yeah, hate yeah. it. I hate uh, it. Dr. Andrew Huberman said that I had to take a cold shower and now everybody needs to take cold showers. Yeah, I hell. hate it. I hate cold showers. I, but I do enjoy my sauna. I have a sauna. And uh, you can get these really cheap saunas for like 200 bucks uh, on Amazon. They're like these little pop-up tents. And uh, there's a whole bunch of great benefits of sauna, both recovery, repair, but it also burns a ton of calories. In addition, uh, it spikes human growth hormone uh, production in your body for some reason. Um, and so there's a lot of cool benefits for things that you can kind of incorporate into to help out with your different things. And the last thing I want to hit on, because we have like three minutes left, um, is uh, testosterone. And I think, you know, three minutes is not going to do testosterone enough justice. And we have to have our probably a separate podcast on this. But you know, getting your levels tested again, not everybody needs testosterone, but as you start to age, especially in your thirties and above, especially early forties, you know, testosterone levels are substantially low. So get your blood work done. You know, talk to your doctor, um, testosterone. I'll actually put the, so, you know, I had obviously the, the call, um, during the week with Amal and I'll put the link down HRT in the show notes because I think I did mention to this, but you know, with it, they're getting your labs and getting your blood work done through them or covered by, covered by any medical insurance that you have. So, you know, it literally won't cost you anything to get it done. Um, and then you have access to it. And, you know, it's good to sort of look at things on a hormonal level, even beyond that to see, you know, is there something underlying here that I need to deal with? Um, and I was on a call with a client just there and I was like, I think, you know, especially for males, cause they're like, Oh no, testosterone. I'm a man, blah, 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 whatever. Um, you know, it's something that's sort of becoming a bit more normal to sort of look out for. And, you know, ego aside, if there's something that you can sort of catch early on because you get your blood work done regularly, then I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. And again, you know, not everybody needs testosterone. Um, you know, I was in the extremely low mark. I was like a 70 year old from a testosterone production perspective. And I can tell you, as soon as I started taking it, um, my recovery, uh, my ability to, um, you know, lift more weights, uh, my, you know, sex drive goes up, your, my brain, brain clarity and how I'm able to communicate uh, went up. I mean, remove brain fog. It was just a lot of benefits that I had almost immediately, um, with all those different areas. And so, you know, it's not something we talk about on men's health. A lot of the times, uh, women too, you know, it's not just testosterone. It's also estrogen levels. There's a lot of great data on, um, especially premenopause. If you start on estrogen replacement therapy, how it has long-term benefits, um, you know, throughout as you age, um, if you can catch it before premenopause or even post is, is just as good as too. But, um, you know, definitely take a look at, at, you know, hormone replacement therapy, getting your blood work done to check your estradiol levels and, uh, your testosterone levels and take a look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think we covered most of the questions throughout there. Is there anything that you can see that you want to add or I think we covered it? I think we hit it, man. You know, again, just caveat, Supplements are your own individual choice of what you decide to do. Um, you know, be careful on the type of supplements you take because they can damage your, you know, your body long term. And, and especially on the thermogenic side, if it's increasing your body temperature, I don't recommend them. It has a lot of cardiovascular issues. You know, putting additional pressure on your heart. 
Um, you know, I, I take, I have a heart monitor that I, I, I use every single day. I just check my, my, my blood work, make sure my heart, you know, uh, my heart rate and my, you know, uh, is all down and everything else. Um, you know, blood pressure is good. Um, and, and, you know, always track all my stats and I, and I get my blood work done every three months just to make sure everything's good. I do micronutrient testing once a year. Um, I'm really trying to optimize my body to see, Hey, where am I deficient at? Where can I make tweaks at? Um, you know, how can I maximize this thing that we're on this journey with, um, you know, from a lifestyle perspective. So that's, that's really it. Yes. And supplements are not the solution, they're not the answer. They no. will help when you nail the other things, but they're not going to totally change your life. Yep. Cool. Well, thanks. Awesome. Well, thanks, everybody. It was a good podcast. And, uh, you know, uh, we'll, we'll definitely be uh, coming at you next week again. And uh, hopefully everybody's getting your lift in, uh, getting your walks in, eating the nutrition, you know, got that mindset going. Uh, join our WeHack Health or Hacking Your Health uh, Discord server. And, uh, you know, tune in for us every week. Cool. Catch you next week. Later, everybody.